With the second pick, the Denver Broncos select Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Welcome to season two of the Von Cast. I couldn't think of a better way to kick it off. Um, and then with my guy, Stefan Diggs, three-time pro bowler, him, <laughs> my first repeat guest on the Von Cast, Stefan Diggs. Appreciate you, my boy. Oh, for sure, oh, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, you was at Fashion Week last night. We just played on Almost. Monday. Yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah, we was moving around last night. I had some moving parts. Uh, I went to uh, actually a dinner, Caring for Women dinner by Karen Group. Uh, you know, moving around, just trying to do the right stuff. It's dope, man. Mr. International, man, all across the US too, man. <laughs> um, Monday night football, it didn't go, it didn't go as we planned. I felt like you know, I was talking to the guys in the facility today. I felt like even if we, of course, you want to win, but I felt like even if we did win, we would still feel the same about mm-hmm. that game. Um, it didn't go as planned for us or or anybody. Um, but the energy in the stadium was was crazy. Um, right when you know uh, Aaron Rodgers had walked out with the flag and everybody mm-hmm. cheered and the smoke and everything cleared, like it was it was a crazy environment, man. And then all of a sudden, it was. It was like flat after yeah. he had got hurt. Um, what was uh? How did how did you feel about that? I know you play you play offense. You know you know out there at the same time as Aaron Rodgers. But when that happened, mm-hmm. how did you feel? It was weird because like um, even prior to the game going into it, you know you kind of felt the energy. You felt everything going into it. It was exciting and kind of like we, of course, like I don't know what it was. But we kind of felt like the underdog, especially going in with uh, Aaron Rodgers being at the helm over there. And not to be not at being at a disadvantage of anything, but it was going to make the game real, real interesting. Yeah. But it was kind of weird also because last year we played them. You know, they were a run first team, and when you kind of added a quarterback in the mix, it kind of seemed like okay, what are they going to do? They're going to run first. They're going to throw it around. Yeah. So it kind of like added another element. Like this game's going to be good. You know what I'm saying, especially coming off of last year, our, our, uh, the season opener. You know how exciting that was in LA. Yeah. So going in, you know, another big city. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a damn near like a little mini concert. Yeah, you know it was. It felt. I yeah. mean, the atmosphere was crazy, man. And then it was. It was flat when it went down. It's a lot of discussion about grass, mm-hmm. um, artificial turf. You know, I'm a. I'm a big. I'm a big proponent of grass. Like, yeah. I don't even. I don't even practice. I don't even like to practice on turf. But this was the one um, situation that I feel like it didn't matter if it was grass or turf. The way. Um, the position that he was in, mm-hmm. you know, he had Leonard Floyd on his waist, 250 pounds. Aaron Rodgers is already 39. <laughs> you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't play. He, I mean, he had limited reps. And then you you put his ankle in that position. I think, you know, I, I love grass. I'm a big proponent of grass. I feel mm-hmm. like every stadium should be grass. But I feel like that particular injury, it didn't matter if it was grass or turf, that that would have happened. I mean, it's. I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Like, we go into the game, you know, it's a 100% injury rate game. Like, mm-hmm. everybody knows that. It's distance of a memory, it is while we're playing. Um, a couple years back, I know you can date it back. I feel like, I think it was Minnesota versus uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers hurt his shoulder. And I think sometime after that, a couple quarterbacks had got awkwardly hit and they changed the rule to no landed on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, in this 
in this league now, in this world we live in now, you want to see the offense scoring touchdowns. You want to see exciting things. You don't want to see everybody's favorite quarterbacks go down. You know what I'm saying? Like when it when he got hurt, it did get a little dry out there. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. so much offensively, but you could just know, you know, the ebbs and flows of the game. So it was kind of a little rough to see. And being a fan of football, of course, you want Aaron Rodgers out there. You you know, he's an opponent and all. Yeah. But I I love I love competition. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Of course, I, I, I don't got to go against him. But I want to see A-Rod yeah. out there too, man. I, I wanted to see him out there too. Um, NFL exec Jim Miller had a uh, a quote about, you know, um, the playing services and, mm-hmm. you know, the stats saying that it's the same injury rate on grass and turf. And then the NFLPA um, executive Lloyd Howell had a different quote. This is this just happened like 25 minutes ago. Yeah. Saying that, you know, it, it it's, it's actually more injuries on artificial turf. Um, I just feel like the game was founded on grass. 100%. If you look at golf, right, if if the PGA or the Live um, Tour said, hey, we're going to move, we're going to change all the fields to Astro Turf so we can have concert concerts on the fairway. Yeah, exactly. I don't think everybody everybody right. would be in mm-hmm. uproar with that. And I think that's the same, I think that's the same exact thing that we're dealing with here now. You know, our, our game is founded on grass, you know, it's a football stadium. They come to see football players there. Yeah, they can have like concerts and stuff there, but they they change it for soccer players when they come. Yeah, yeah. Soccer players when they come over here and play, they never play on astroturf wow. or artificial grass. They always wheel in natural grass for them to play that. in, and then they take it off when they leave. I didn't so know that. I didn't know that. We we the ones in there. I mean, we the ones in there playing. So I, I feel like the game was founded on grass. So mm-hmm. every stadium should be on grass. It's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a little bit of a shift too. Like. Now, uh, that's a very significant injury last night with Aaron Rodgers, as big of one of the biggest one of the biggest stars in sports. So stuff like that causes for a change. But it's ironically, I'm not going to speak out of turn, but I I can vividly remember multiple guys getting hurt on in MetLife Mm -hmm. and on that specific turf on, and other guys kind of commenting throughout the years of a guy getting hurt on that turf and like that's just some bad turf or that. Whatever the reason is, or whatever the reason, I heard that it was new turf this year, but turf in general, yeah. if you can try to eradicate or get rid of injuries for the most part, it's already, you're already going to get hurt at one point doing something. If you can kind of get rid of those small tissues or those injuries that, yeah. you know, kind of might not take place if we got a slippery or like a better surface, I think, I think. It I, I think Aaron Rodgers would definitely be the catalyst to, yeah, to get no. everything changed for sure. Right. But you had a big night. Um, you know, we was, we was rolling early. Um, when you got your touchdown, you you uh, said ski yee, <laughs> the sexy yeah, red shot, yeah, yeah. the sexy red touchdown uh, <laughs> celebration. Touchdown. And she was and she was there too. That's why um, I said it. It was w- pretty w- good. Was you inspired by the hard knocks or just her being? No, there? I had heard I had heard they said that after the game, and yeah. I was like this. Uh, I mean, I knew she was at the game. They had showed her uh, mm-hmm. prior to the game, so uh, it was a sexy red touchdown. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> That song go hard too. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm not gonna, I don't care. They go hard too, man. Um, you, you lined up against Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes him special? I think, uh, being so young and being so fluid, can run, um, can make plays on the ball. Uh, he's definitely on the right team as well. You know, I think the head coach does a great job, they got a great front seven, eight guys. You know, Everybody they rotate and they're just giving it everything yeah. they got each and every play. So it kind of works hand in hand with that uh that D line and cornerback position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a he's a good player as well. Uh, Jordan Reed, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the four is not a bad player. They yeah. got a nice little back end and then you see Whitehead had three interceptions. They just 
they had a good unit. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like we did enough to win. We just made enough mistakes that hurt us too much. Yeah. So it just seems like, you know, you were one of those you want back, but effort is in the past. Yeah, it is, man. The football guys, man, if you, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers got hurt, yeah, man. Yeah. September 11th, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, you just you just got to talk that one up. Like man, they got move. another they got another young player too, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Um, that touchdown catch was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Um, Trey, I mean, Trey, he was all over him. Um, and he just happened to grab it and it, f- it fell in his lap. Um, what do you think about that catch? It was crazy. I'm actually a fan of Gary Wilson. Like, um, coming out of college, I think I was one of his comparisons. So I used to watch him. And I was watching him in college. Uh, and it's ironic enough when he was at O State, I was saying that he was the better receiver at O State. And I yeah. was like, I like his game. He's He can run. He can jump. Uh, he's obviously had a concentration of having hands of being a receiver. He's just kind of putting it on display in the league. I was That was another piece of me that kind of felt from when Aaron Rodgers got hurt because yeah. it was going to be interesting to see his second year jump with an established quarterback. Not, yeah. not that anybody can't throw him the ball, but you know it's, it's a little different when you got a Hall of Fame guy back there uh, slinging that thing around. Yeah, man, for sure, man. And, and you know, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers and and Garrett Wilson, they, they go together. And now it's, the, now it's, it's Zach and and Gary Wilson, they have to go together too. And, mm-hmm. you know, you and Josh, y'all, y'all go together, man. And Hell we yeah. seen you on the sideline encouraging mm-hmm. Josh. Um, you know, we uh, we struggled yesterday. I mean, on Monday, we had four turnovers. Um, but I really love the, the imagery of you encouraging him on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Like, what makes you, what what do you say in those moments and, and what, like, inspires you? Because it's not just Josh, but you, you talk to yeah. everybody on the sideline. Yeah. It's where, you know, I love football. I, uh, I take it. I take it to heart. You know, you give it everything you got out there, but I also kind of keep it in a mind frame of uh, leaders lead everybody differently. Like some guys you can, like I could come and push you in the back and be like, all right now, Vaughn, I need, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all positive reinforcement, but it comes from where you, where it's coming from and the delivery of it. So for me, I imagine how hard it is to play quarterback. Like mm-hmm. I can only imagine. I can't put myself in the shoes. So, um, when things when you have mishaps or have stuff like that, it's just a bunch of adversity. I feel like it's still football at the end of the day. Good things will happen, bad things won't happen. Um, and try not to put too much pressure on the guy that always got already got the weight of, you know, the whole team on his back. So for me, I try to get behind him in those situations, tell him I got you, you know what I'm saying? We'll make we'll make it work, we'll figure it out. You saw it kind of started turning the corner towards that end of the game, that last drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We start kind of getting on the same place, started clicking. So for me, I just feel like that's part of my job. Like, not only to just, you know, we had talked about doing your 111, we're doing your job. My job also is to, you know, help him calm down or, you know what I'm saying, help keep Gabe in the right mindset, mm-hmm. keep Jimbo positive, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's part of my job as a as a player on this team, not only being a captain, but somebody that just kind of been around for a little bit. So, for me, I just take that real serious and I want us to win, anything to win. So, yeah. uh, you never know those little things, those small little details might put us over the hump or help us get a dub. So, I'll, I'm always doing 100%, man. You know, the last primetime game we had versus the Bengals, mm-hmm. it was tough. It was tough between you and Josh. And on Monday, it was it was love between you and Josh. Mm-hmm. You know, over the offseason, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of trade rumors, a lot of chatter. Um, you know, this was a different picture than what we saw, mm-hmm. you know, from the last time that we played last season. Um, do you feel like there's any, you know, misconceptions or or anything that happened between you and Josh over the offseason? Yeah, because, I mean, you go in after a 20-game twenty game season, your last image of me and Josh was uh, the last after the fourth down. You know what I'm saying? And they say a picture is worth a thousand words. So you can garnish whatever you want from that image and create a narrative behind it, and it'll fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the offseason, there's no football being played. It's just a lot of 
uh, commentary and he says he or she says. So for me, I feel like uh, the common misconception was was that I wanted to leave, but it was like, um, I never said that. You know what I'm saying? I never yeah. came out of my mouth and said that. I never had a conversation with anybody that said It was that. just a tweet. And that it said, was just like- It was just a tweet that said, come and rescue me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, damn, like, I thought I thought we all listened to Drake at one point. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, I like to, you know, sometimes I do poke the bear, I poke the bear at people all the time, but you know what I'm saying? Majority of the time is it's Twitter or Instagram. And I say, listen, it's social media. You know what I'm saying? You use it how you want, but we're all grown ass people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and as an adult, I feel like I'm on this on whatever I say. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like uh, at one point, some people dive too deep into things or take it however they want to take it. Yeah. So for me, I also say I'm not responsible for how people react to things. I'm not responsible for um, yeah. how somebody feels. I'm more so responsible on how I carry it. And I'm just happy to have my quarterbacks. Yeah. Man, um, you know, like I said, on the sideline, it's, it's always easier. It's easier to play quarterback on the sideline when you watch it. Um, mm-hmm. Never been on the sideline like I have, you know, these last couple of games. But actually watching the game and watching the offense and defense mm-hmm. equally, like, you know, a lot of wide receivers say, I'm always open. Like, I feel like, I feel like when, I was watching, when I was watching you out there, like, on every single play that you was out there, it was a point in time within that play that you was open. Like, so it, it, it is, it is true. Like, when Dick said, I'm always open, like, he was actually always open. Um, you know, we talked about it on the sideline, too. I was like, man. And I was, I was really out there watching. There's a point in time on every single play that, you was open. Probably you know what I'm saying? It's, it's tough. It's tough. And then again, it's tough to play quarterback, especially when you got a, a rush like the the Jets had yeah, with, yeah. with Huff, number 47 coming and Quentin Williams. Yeah. Like right when he got the ball, like he had to scramble and, you know, things change. Like quarterbacks is the hardest position in all of sports. Yeah. So, you know, of course you could just say, hey, just watch Diggs. The whole play, and he's gonna be open at some point, but yeah, it's just, it just don't it just don't work. Sound good, it sound good. But, but hey, I can't. I, I vouch. I vouch for you on that. <laughs> like I watched him, and it's a point in time on every <laughs> single play where it was open. You know, we both team captains. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean to you? You know, after the off season, and mm-hmm. you know, coming back to the team now, what does that mean to be a captain for you? I had I had talked a little bit about it, and like on the media, they had asked me that question. I was like, at this point in my career, it probably feels. It feels a lot better than it did the first time. The first time, you know, like you want to be a captain, you want to, you know what I'm saying, do everything right. But now with everything that transpired, like even with the offseason, all the chatter and shit like that, like going into the season, I felt like I'm gonna put my focus on back on everything that I it was on before. Like when football was going on, like I'm locked in on football. You saw like still it was a lot of chatter going into uh going into even when I was in camp mm-hmm. and I was like this damn like you would feel like a lot of stuff was like I nipped it in the bud or we kind of like figured that out but I feel like at one point um the comments or anything it was kind of just to throw a wrench in there or like to throw people off or yeah. like you know what I'm saying kind of throw over the stuff that we was building but for me that was my main focus to keep the main thing the main thing you know what I'm saying and then I feel like a lot of other people some people that was just doing like saying stuff for clicks yeah, or for trying sure. to be involved sure. and I get it you know what I'm saying but uh, I hope the best for whatever uh, platform they do have. You yeah. see what I'm saying? But I try not to get into it, especially considering the fact that I'm earning the respect of my teammates. I'm earning the respect of my coaches. They know who I am. They know how I am. They know how serious I take the game. So when I was voted the captain again, that's why I said it meant that much more. That yeah. People acknowledge that, nah, like, He's serious about his business. I don't know all the chatter and yeah. all the he said. He said he's serious about those his business. Those are guys that be with you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are guys every that be with you every day. Yeah. For, for yeah. me, for me, being voted a team captain mm-hmm. is 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 so dope. To be around those guys each and every day, um, when you have good days, when you have bad days, 
you know, you spend more time at the facility around those mm-hmm. guys than you do with your own family. Yeah. So to be voted team captain by those guys that really know me, that's really around me, it means it means a lot to me, man. And you know, um, you know, obviously we have different leadership styles. I feel like my leadership style is more um, the psychology part of it. Mm-hmm. I like to really know guys and then like, you know, really come from a place of love and then mm-hmm. like influence them to like be better than what they know that they can be. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody has lead- different leadership styles and I, I, eight captains, you know, it's a purpose for each and every one. But I would ask you, what's what's your leadership style? Uh, it depends on the guy. Like that's one thing I would say I kind of learned from like my little brothers. Like I got two little brothers or three little brothers, but two of them that was really into football. You could love them up differently. Like one of them could take tough love. One of them can take like, you know, me yelling at him or me being like super hard on him. the other one. You kind of got to have a conversation with like, tell me what you thinking. Like, this is how I can help you. Like, I just feel like also that kind of goes into parenting as well. Like all your kids going to be different. Like everybody not going to be the same. So for me, it kind of the same thing that goes into the leadership stuff. Just uh, all your teammates going to be different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're coming from a place of love, just like you said. And it's kind of like you really got to learn them a little bit. You got to get to know them. You know what I'm saying? And then like, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of go for there. But my main thing is leading by example. Like, yeah. at the very minimum, if I don't say anything, if you see how I work and see how I approach the game each and every day, you'll want to at least respect me enough to be like, I got to work at 100%. the very minimum. Um, so, you know, we're not going to overreact yeah. on our loss. Mm-hmm. It's only week one. But you went and watched Trayvon play yeah. <laughs> um, the night before our game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how how dope was that? Is it is it too early? To overreact about the cow- how good the Cowboys are, 40 to 0 versus the Giants. I grew up a Cowboys fan. Yeah, me too. Like, me we too. all grew up. Like, this was my team. Um, I try not to put the carriage before the horse, but I'm always having high hopes for the Cowboys uh, deep down inside. Like, as you can see, me and my other little brother, like, we'd be pulling for Trey uh, harder than we pull anybody. Because you were we were a fan of the team before he got there. And then yeah. you got a family member on there. I don't know. It just takes it, it takes it another step. So for me, I have a lot of appreciation. And then when I get to see my brother, I don't know. It's like, I wish everybody could enjoy or experience having a family member. You know what I'm saying? Not only did you reach your profession, but better yet, your younger sibling did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he had signed a contract as well. That was something that we were super ecstatic for, uh, proud of him. But then going into that season, I'm like, all right now, like, show me what you got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You worth some money now. And I just, I just poke a little fun at him. So it's definitely <laughs> something to... Uh, I would just love. I love doing. He actually came to the game, came to our yeah, game. He, the next he, yeah, day. I, I saw him over there. He yeah. you came to his game, and he he came to our game. It was dope, man. You yeah. recently told uh, Pat McAfee that you would be a top five corner in the league. Yeah. What makes you say that? Because I watched my little brother do it, <laughs> and I was like, "If my brother played receiver his whole his whole life, yeah, you know what I'm saying he went to Alabama, he played corner the last two years, then came in the league and showed me that it's all about having ball skills, obviously having feet and being able to move, but." Being an athlete, if you're a true athlete, you know what I'm saying, you could have played any, I could have played safety. I could have played any of those positions. I feel yeah. like if you can run, break, and you got some competitive edge, I feel like I feel like I got a chance. And I feel like I got a knack for the ball. I talked to him. My little brother had like a couple picks his first game, first year. And I was like, if you could, if you just caught a half of the ones you dropped, you would have had a better year. You ended yeah. up grabbing 12 picks. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's easy. I, I, I probably, <laughs> I, need, I need to get involved. If you if you a top five corner, who would be the other four? Um, that's a great question. I say my brother, you know what I'm saying, probably be a little higher than me. You know I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Darius Slay, Pat Sertain, Xavier Howard. I'm trying to figure out if I'm forgetting any names. I hate forgetting guys because, uh, 
Jair Alexander, also in numbers, and a healthy Marshawn Lattimore. For sure. For sure. Um, you saying you could do both? Um, it's a kid in college that's actually doing both and At killing a high it, level. And killing it on both sides of the ball. High level. Travis Hunter, um, you call him a generational talent. Yeah. You know, what makes him special? It's uh not only is he conditioned, you know what I'm saying? I saw him after the game, he, he had like over 120 plays, snaps yeah. in the locker room dancing. You know what I'm saying, and me, I probably would have been in the ice tub somewhere. He's just one of those generational times, something we haven't seen very often. Um fluid. He actually gives you he actually supports my uh, cause or my case when I say I could play both sides of yeah. the ball. He's a hell of a receiver, and then he goes on the other side and shows you what he can do at DB, playing space well, um, making plays on the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really batting and everything. Now he's trying to catch it. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's part of the battle, especially at DB. If you can make plays on the ball, um, you're not halfway bad. But he's he's definitely somebody special and something we need to keep our close eyes on, not For only sure, this man. year, but moving For forward. For sure, man. Deion said that Travis is him. But I thought I thought you was him. <laughs> you, nah, has, he, has he earned that title? I think he, I think he has earned I, that title. I'm gonna, see you, I'm gonna give it to him right now before anybody asks or anything. I'm gonna say that's him for sure. I feel like you know. I, I feel like him. I can play. I feel like I can play both sides of the ball too. I feel like I can play what are you tight playing, end. Though? What do you? Tight I feel like end? I can play tight end and I can play defensive end. And I ain't I seen you back. really catch though. I can catch. I started out catching. I started out on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, but that was like thirty years. ago. I know, ago. but the, the ball. You know, the hands don't. The hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hands don't go nowhere. Especially you know. Especially like seeing these guys block and yeah. you know they be trying to block me and I be like man nah, this is how you nah. gotta this is how you gotta block them you know what I'm yeah, saying like you. you gotta come off on the so ball so you think like, you could block you I think yeah I could mix it up I think I can mix it up I can mix it up on them and then the thing is you have the advantage on the offensive what? side of the ball too because I know the play I know the snap count so on defense I don't and I still I'm still able to jump the snap Listen, and do all this you stuff. know how hard it is to I know I know I know but I would mix I just feel like. I can mix it up. I can mix it up on you've myself. Won, you've won majority of battles. So where do you think I'll you mix can block up. yourself? I mix it up on them, and then honestly, like I would do like the little things that I know like piss me off. Like, like what? Like grabbing fingers after the play and trying to <laughs> and try, and try to twist them, and then walking off, and oh, yeah. then like blocking to the whistle, and then I'm pass that. Right yeah. I would do right all. The, I would do all the little stuff that I know like that that pissed me off. But you know, Travis, he plays both sides, and I always like to put my my GM hat on. And if I when if I was drafting Travis Hunter. I would actually have him play both sides of the ball. Like I, I would, I wouldn't take that away from him. Like I would let him, you know. Obviously, my job would obviously be on the line like, once right. I did that. But I just believe, I believe, and you know, he's done it all the way up until that point. So I would give yeah. him the opportunity to do it in the league too. Whatever he wanted to do, whatever he felt comfortable with, I would let him play offense. I would let him play defense. Champ Bailey actually did it. Played defense, and he came and he had wide receiver snaps yeah. too. So I would limit him on some on some parts of it, but. I would let him figure out, you know, which one that he wanted to do, and then as he got older, mm-hmm. then he could, then he could pick a side. You know, what's crazy. Uh, me paying attention to the game, you know, you watch enough football to know this. Um, guys like that, like if you let them play both sides of the ball, you it's going to be like where you going to draft them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you're in corner need, if a team's in need of a yeah. corner, is a, is a team in need of a receiver? Hopefully it's a team in need of both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he can actually mix it up on both sides. But I think he's a guy that could be a full-time corner and get receiver reps or be the first full-time receiver that get corner reps. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I think. If I needed a receiver, yeah. I yeah. would take him. If Even if we had cornerbacks, I would still take him and give him opportunity mm-hmm. on the other side. Like, even if we didn't need corners on the other side, I would still give him that opportunity. Yeah. The challenge would come 
when he does play both sides and he plays at a high level at both, yeah. when it's time to pay this guy, like no, 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 I'm telling you, he's gonna be one of the first it, people off the board. When it's, when it's time to pay this guy, probably say, the second player off the board if it's not two quarterback. Say if he comes in the league and he does what he does in, in at the college level, he's great at corner. He's a top five receiver and he's a top five corner. Four years later, five first. The first three to four hundred million dollar player. It'd be it'd be insane. It'd be insane. That's I feel like as GM Vaughn, that would be that would be the challenge. Like when it's time to pay what him, because paying him like? top five corners get top five top five corners get paid crazy, and top five receivers get even paid if crazy. you're not a top five corner. Let's say you're top 10, 15. Yeah, they get paid crazy. Still getting. He would. I mean, he would probably demand like double that, double that. That I money. want the receiver in the in the yeah because I, I play both. Damn. It's crazy, man. Um, let, let's play a game, man. All right, here we go. Let's go. Um, I'm going to give you a fellow wide receiver, and you will tell me how you will cover him. I you know, bet. This, this bet. is, this is DB. It. This is I'm, DB Step. Let me put my corner hat on. <laughs> and we're going against Gabe Davis. How would you guard him? Fuck. Uh, off coverage. I'm playing uh, inside out. Um, and I'm being as physical as I can at the top because he's big. Yeah. He he is physical too. People don't even understand how physical Gabe is. He's strong and he's too. A big body, big country body. So. He's he's a lifter of the year. See, every year that he's been with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Um. What about Jamar Chase? I don't know. Like Jamar, you see, like thicker guy. Jamar is really built like a little mini, like running back, mm-hmm. strong. You know what I'm saying he got them LSU roots, so. I don't know, man. I'm kind of, I just got to play bump the whole time. I'm bumping around the whole time. You know what I'm saying? That's your best chance. Yeah. And even then, you probably don't got that good of it. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, another LSU go. Shit. Bump and run, and I, I might need some help, actually. We're going to actually have some help over the top. I'm going to be as aggressive <laughs> as I can at the point of contact. What, uh, what about Tyreek? Listen, me, you know when we say we need some help? Yeah. I'm actually needed this time. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, stay all the way over the top, and we still might need an extra guy. Well, I mean, boy, you you might not need. So you said you could beat him in a hundred yard dash. So y'all just uh, yeah, as fast. Yeah. We, we were saying, we, I was saying that, but that wasn't that wasn't an accurate statement. <laughs> you must not have seen him the other day running around. Oh yeah, the other day, day, man, it was crazy, yeah. man. He had eleven receptions, two hundred. He had eleven receptions, two hundred and fifteen mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns. In a game on Sunday to pop it off, man. Running it was real, real fast. It was crazy, man. Um, yeah, he looks impressive. What about Gary Wilson? <sighs> young, he's young. So, I mean, I would actually try to just mix it up with him a little bit. Like, play outside, play inside, switch up my leverage a lot. You know what I'm saying? Try to give him something different each time just because he's shifty. Like, real shifty. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not on your P's and Q's, he P's might Q's. drop you off. Yeah. So, we talked about me blocking myself. Yeah. Let's talk about Steph. Guarding Steph, how would you guard yourself? You can. You can send help. You can bump. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I I see so many different DBs and so many people have played sat in front of me that my game is a game of its own. Like, I try to be consistently inconsistent. I try to make plays on the ball. I'm strong at the point of contact. And I, um, I'm going to give you something different every time. And I'm playing with a little bit of oomph. I'm playing with a little bit of... Like if I so call you versus run, you, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be crazy. That'd yeah, be crazy yeah, like, to see. Man. Somebody can't. Somebody can't win. It's probably not the DB. Okay, let's let's reverse the roles and let's say Trayvon played receiver. Yeah, he wouldn't how, catch a ball on me. How would you go? He's t- you're gonna tell you the same thing. I wouldn't catch a ball. He wouldn't catch a ball on me. And I feel like, ironically enough, at the end of the year, it's gonna be a cold day in Buffalo, but shit gonna be warm <laughs> for me. I'm gonna be like, I told him you gotta have your hamstrings ready because I'm gonna be running. So y'all had so y'all had a wrestling match. Yeah, you had a wrestling match, and he he beat you in a wrestling match. Yeah, right? but that shit's not. 
I'm not wrestling. Like, come on, now this ain't WWE. <laughs> uh, what was it like? What was it like playing against him in the Pro Bowl? It was cool. I feel like I don't know, like the things that I'm experiencing in life right now. People, very few people ever will get to experience, or you know what I'm saying, even have feelings of like this, like to be at the highest level. And you know what I'm saying, like, come on now, like who? Who was in the Pro Bowl throwing picks to their little brother? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? On, on purpose, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to give him a little. On purpose. But, you know what I'm saying? Just the experience of it and things like that, I feel like my life is extremely best. Like, bless beyond measure at this point because I'm experiencing stuff that people don't necessarily get to experience. And it's coming so from a place of love. Like, when I see him having success, I'm just like, this. damn, like, look, think about it. That's my little brother. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's dope, man. Is, uh, is he your favorite person, your favorite person to train with? Uh, yeah. Cause I like my little brother is so damn talented. Like I feel like I try to motivate him. I try to push him in each and every way, and I always, uh, I always get on his, get on his ass all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> he recently got the bag. Yeah. Who picks up the tab now? Him. I don't picked it up for a long so time. So many years. Now. Come on. Now. I've been <laughs> stomaching the low of a pause for a long time. But it was said my man got to take care of me from here on out. I'm sure, like an man. old man. For sure. At least for a couple of years, and yeah, y'all can team right? up on some stuff. All right. There's been a lot of talk about contracts in the in the news recently. Um, Joe Barrow just went crazy. Um, what is your what is your take on Joe Barrow becoming the highest paid player in NFL history? I mean, that quarterback position is definitely one of a kind. Like especially if you had success, uh, they deserve all the money that they get. You know what I'm saying? Good because if it's all good, it always yeah. falls on them. If it's all bad, it always falls on yeah. them. I don't care what happens in each game. So for me, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure on the QB. You know what I'm saying and and it's a hard job to have. So to see him have, you know I'm saying, a record-breaking contract, uh, it was congrats to him. Like, you saw him in that year they went to the Super Bowl. I feel like he was one of the highest-sacked quarterbacks in the yeah. league. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To be having that production and to still be sticking in there, to be tough, uh, not just mentally, but physically, because he yeah. was taking some shots. Yeah, so was. for me, I mean, I always say the kid deserved the money, deserves the money, um, especially if they earn it. Uh, they they hell of a talent. So it's going to be interesting to see what's next, especially – that range of quarterbacks making 50. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Usually the next thing that happens is a receiver or a left tackle. Yeah. I'm all for, like, the quarterback getting – you should want, like, guys to get as much money as possible, especially the quarterback, because like you said, then the defensive end gets paid more. Mm-hmm. Then the left tackle gets paid more. Then the wide receiver gets paid more. It just it just goes up and up and up, and the, the, the quarterback is the catalyst for that. Yes. Um, but we did see Miles Garrett, one of the highest paid defensive ends, and Joe Burrow go at it. And it, it it wasn't nice. We had Miles Garrett doing the basketball crossover. He just no, no, out there. Listen, he just out there playing he out games. There just, he out there just hooping. And that's <laughs> Literally, what he just he, say he just out there hooping, man. <laughs> and his first step for a big fella is something like a basketball. Ah, he two hundred and ninety pounds. Yes, he two hundred and ninety pounds. It's unfair. <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones, third highest conversation mm-hmm. over the next two years. You know he went crazy as well. And then Nick Bosa, like I said, once the quarterback Record goes breaking. up. Once the quarterback goes up, everybody else goes up, and Nick Bosa was right there with him. That's awesome. um, and this means for Michael Parsons that he will he will get paid forty million dollars a year. It's, it's looking like a forty piece. <laughs> it's looking he like get, a forty piece. He get paid forty million dollars yeah, a year. Nah. I said that last year though. That's it. That's that's like that's exceptional, man. Look at that number. That's a, that's a big number. You walk away with man. a lot of lot of money. I feel like you know if you if you was five years younger, you would be right here popping up hey, right man, now with the two hundred. I'm all good, man. I just try to play. <laughs> I just try to play as long as possible, man. I, I don't never look back. I don't never I look back, it. man. I, I just keep it. going, man. I'm trying to get as, as much as I can get, man. I respect that. Let's take a look. Uh, let's take a look ahead to week two. Mm-hmm. You know, playing the Raiders. 
You know, the Raiders are the only 1-0 team in the AFC West. What are the keys to bounce back in week two for us? Uh, just staying the course. Um, they got a good backhand. Um, their DC does a great job of mixing it up. Uh, has a Rolodex of coverages that he likes to play. But uh, I feel like just taking what they give us, kind of keeping our foot on their gas, staying in attack mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's not even get in a space of ever comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want every every play, every second to feel like we're applying pressure. And um, to let that bullshit roll off our back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't do nothing about it, especially shit that happens in the past. I feel like going forward, uh, that's going that's going to keep driving us. Mm-hmm. And that'll motivate us to do everything that we want to do. Because I remember a couple of years ago, we took an L, um, the, the season opener, and we came in and rung off like four or five straight. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I think the key still right now is, you know what I'm saying? Hone in on the details for this week. Take what they give us. You know what I'm saying? Be that be that offense that everybody knows that we can be. 100%, man. And, um, you know, like Josh had a tough game. And I never like, I never like try to give advice on how to do your job. I just like to be present. I like to be present mm-hmm. and support my guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't never like to talk about like what happened in the game. I just wanted to know like, you know, I'm I'm there, like, regardless. Yeah. Like, for you, like, how do you go about, like, you know, boosting Josh's confidence or helping him out with tough situations? Shit, I one in the game, I just try to catch as many passes for him so, like, he's yeah. getting into that rhythm. Because open every single play. Hey, I didn't say that, by the way. I said it. But, I said it. I watched. I, I literally watched it with my own eye. That's my, that's my guy. Like, my, my biggest thing is that positive reinforcement. Like, when things are getting – when we are in a high-pressure, heightened – you know, anxiety, whatever it is, football is that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if you can bring a guy down a couple of notches in those moments, you know what I'm saying? You just never know how much further you can go as a team. So yeah. for me, uh, I just try to give them like, hey, we got this. Like, don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's play hard. Let's play smart. Like, when they see, like, like I had seen um, um, something like Michael Irvin had said, he don't like when I point at my head, like, or something like that, that, you know? And I was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, people, people garnish, like, things from a game and have their own opinion about X, Y, Z. Like, what are you talking about? I feel like I say that's to the quarterback. I say this to the running back. I say this to the receivers, to yeah. the O-line. I always say play hard and play smart. And when you see me pointing my head, I say, let's play smart. You see what I'm saying? And for the O-line, that's like, don't, let's not be holding for the receivers. Let's stay yeah. on size. Let's, um, you know what I'm saying? Get your depth. Just like little stuff like that. So for me, like, I just feel like like when he, when I even got that information, I heard that. I was like, what are you talking about? You know I, 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 I never want to be that guy. Yeah, like, I get it. When I'm, I'm done when I'm done playing football. 40 years ago when you was ever, running routes. Like, I don't ever want to be that guy. <laughs> like, oh, like, I respect the OGs, but I feel like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Some, some stuff is worth conversation and other stuff is like, all right, all right, all right. Let it go, man. All right, man. <laughs> We're going against Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I played against Jimmy G when I was in the AFC West. NFC West for a short period of time. And he's a great quarterback. Yeah. Um, he's proven it time and time again, took the team to the Super Bowl. Um, I feel like we just got to apply pressure. That's that's for any quarterback. Once mm-hmm. you can get in their face, um, once you can like get a couple of sacks. That's right. You know, once you once you attack the head, then you know the, the body, the body will crumble. Mm-hmm. And the quarterbacks are, are the head. You know, you got Marcus Peters on the other side. Yeah. You know, he uh this is his first time, you know, coming back from knee injuries hundred percent. Um, you excited to line up against Marcus Peters? Yeah, he's always always been a um always been one of the better DBs in the yeah. league, especially uh getting his hands on the ball. 
uh, hell of a talent. I feel like he's he's always he's, he talks too. Like he talks, he talks too. You talk too. I played him for some years though. It's like me and him never really got into that kind of yeah. thing though. Like we know, like you know me, I like to talk trash a little bit or talk shit with like like other players, but it's never really like that in yeah. the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's only it only get on that when somebody else on that. But for the most part, I just like to hoop and we. That's the shit talking right there. Like if you. Beat me, I'm saying, because <laughs> sure, this is the only thing that matter, right? Yeah, here. yeah, all that shit here today and gone tomorrow. Before, um, you know, we 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 let you go and mm -hmm. we get into these fan questions. Gotcha. We have to shout out a Bills fan who baptizes baby, okay, with Labatt's beer, what, and a folding table. All right, come he on. He actually put the beer. He he put the beer across his head like this. <laughs> had a little cross. <laughs> <laughs> And then he put it across his chest. Yo, that is crazy. He said in the name of Stefan Diggs, Von Miller, Jordan Poirier. Yes. Michael Hyde. No, listen to this. Now by the power vested in me. My only team in the NFL in New York and our Lord and Savior, Josh Allen. Yo. He puts him through the table. <laughs> I got to give him a huge shout out. He deserves that. Zach shoot. Uh, shout out, my guy, man. Bills Mafia is so crazy, man. Shout out, Big Bills shout Mafia, out. man. Big shout out. Um, you know, uh, it's super dope, man. And That's before crazy. I let you go, man, we got a couple uh, fan questions as well. Says, if you had to pick a, a Drake lyric for how you feeling this season, how would it be? Damn, I wish you would have given me some preparation. <laughs> you got so many. Oh, uh, exactly. Um, damn. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm coming back to that one. <laughs> okay, number two. Who is the Stefan Diggs of the NBA? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler? You know what I'm saying? I yeah, might be. Sure. I mean, Jimmy Butler just knows how to get a bucket. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He gets 100%. the job done on all fronts. He's been he doing shoot, it. For you know what I'm saying? Too. Can't do it. He's been doing it, and I respect he a dog. Like, and then they people, people might say whatever they want to say. I don't know what they say about it, but they they for sure gonna say he a dog. And this one for me, it says, yo, Vaughn, when is the next haircut coming? It's the same <laughs> one. It's the same one. I put another triangle on this side though. But it's the same, it's just the same one. I've been working it for so long. It's, it's the same one, man. Um, you know, uh, man, I appreciate you, man, for coming on the show, man. Like always, man. If Anytime. if you ever need me for anything, appreciate man, you, you know, I got you, man. Um, this is a great way to to start off the Von Cast season there two. We there we go. There we go. You guys keep uh tuning in to see who we're gonna get on next. And it's gonna be dope, man. As y'all can tell, we started out with Stefan Diggs, man. So we got to keep going. I don't know if we can top that, but we just got to keep going, man. Y'all tune in next time for our, for our next guest, man, and I appreciate y'all.